0: Dad, we can't get the truck back. We can't use the front lawn. The cops are watching us. Face it, we've lost. So, you're just gonna let
1: a little reality stop you, is that it? Boys, let me tell you something. The only way I've managed to get through my crappy life with any shred of self-worth is by living in denial. If I was gonna let myself get beaten by failure, I would have quit after one kid. You just gotta keep holding out for a miracle. And if a miracle isn't going to come at Christmas, then when is it going to come? Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Yuletide TV podcast. We hope you are having a fantastic holiday, and we're so glad you're choosing to spend a little bit of it with us. This is our final episode of the season, where we will watch and review a Christmas episode to determine whether or not it's a Christmas classic. But before we get to that, I need to wish my co-hosts, Brian and John, a Merry Christmas. How are you guys doing this Christmas day? Uh, I'm doing great. Can somebody ask me what day it is?
0: What day is it, Brian? It's Christmas! <laughs> Sorry, that, sh- that that moment from uh, Gary Busey in Lethal Weapon is one of my favorite Christmas greetings.
2: You must make a lot of people very confused on Christmas.
0: Anxious <laughs> as well.
2: Yeah. I,
1: yeah. Are a lot of people ducking for cover when you wish them a Merry Christmas? Uh,
0: no, world? no, they're just
1: shooting me. Nasty looks. <laughs> oh, okay. John, how about you? You've really been holding off for most of this podcast for getting into the Christmas spirit. Is today okay?
2: Uh, Yeah, like, there'll be some food. That'll be cool. Great.
1: Great. <laughs> Grant.
2: I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I haven't developed a love for Christmas through, like, four good episodes of tv and
1: 16 okay episodes of tv don't forget the four bad episodes of tv i feel like our batting average at the end of this didn't didn't work out so great in terms of christmas classics but you know but you know it's
0: all about holding out for that christmas miracle as the great teacher hal
1: says that's true maybe we found it today maybe we have
2: we just gotta remember we did a really important job here, which is told people to never ever watch e r <laughs> so.
0: but if you need the energy, you can watch or listen to the intro music of e r because
2: that that'll get
1: you going a little bit,
2: God actually, yeah, please do that, Chris, cut the podcast, cut this part and just do e r
1: yeah. Just do e r boom boom. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're like, if it's Christmas Day and you're feeling a little ragged because you had to get stuff ready for the kids and you got to go drive halfway across the state to your next celebratory event, just fire up that ER theme song and just focus up and get it done because you got this.
0: And I'm fucking fired up the podcast. Here comes the best part. I feel like you're slipping into X-Men, bum, but bum, 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 bum. Okay, I'm done.
1: X-Men. <laughs> There's a little bit a little bit of X-Men. A little yeah. bit of Homestar Runner in there, I think. <laughs> Not on my head. And a little bit of ER. So there you go. We hope you're uh Plowing through, getting it done. Merry Christmas. You got this. You made it. It's going to be good. And hey, more importantly, we made it. We made it to the end of this 20-episode run that we started all the way back in November, which seems so long ago at this point. Just like almost like it was months and months ago as opposed to weeks and weeks. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, it just still seems so
0: far away. So very far away.
2: It's been just such a busy couple of weeks and you know how those weeks stretch in two months and like then you forget that there's
1: there was snow on the ground when you started this exactly it's 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 mind-boggling in a way it's almost like mm-hmm. we're we're messing with time somehow like pulling some real doctor who style shenanigans to to pull this <laughs> yeah. podcast off just really jumping around huh
2: bouncing all over left right and center
1: <laughs> but we're there we are here and let's not delay any longer let's talk about this Final episode that we watched for today, which, of course, if you've been following along with us, you know it's got something to do with Christmas and it's pretty easy to stream. And so, for Christmas Day, the episode selector has gifted us with Christmas Trees from Malcolm in the Middle. Mm -hmm. It originally aired on December 14th, 2003 and it's the 7th episode of season 5. And if you want to watch it this Christmas day with your family and friends, you can find it on Hulu. And for one last time, if you haven't watched it for yourself, here's a little of what happened. Hal gets sent home right before the holidays without pay, but he plans to sell Christmas trees to help keep money coming in. The boys chip in to help, but run into trouble with the local church. After undercutting the church's prices, they're forced out when a horde of homeless people scare away potential customers. Lois, meanwhile, hunts for a squirrel that bit her co Craig, to help him avoid getting rabies shots. The boys try setting up shop in their front lawn, but someone calls the cops, shutting them down once more. When the boys are ready to give up, Hal gives a great speech about denial and perseverance, and a small Christmas miracle helps them turn a profit in the end.
0: God, you know that B-plot really seems insignificant when you talk about the rest of the
1: episode. Now, are you talking about the B-plot or the C-plot that I didn't even mention about Francis? (laughs) Honestly, totally forgot about it. The C-plot's, like,
2: the best part of the episode, for sure. Really? Oh, no.
0: Definitely better than the B-plot.
2: I like those characters, man. They made me giggle. I like some angry Germans. I like the bit <laughs> where it's like, take one step to your left. Yeah. And then like, yeah, because, yeah. because like fucking angry families are the same all over, man. We're all connected. We're all together. I just, I,
0: yeah, they could have totally turned that into a, an A plot just by having, now what's the older brother's name? Francis. Francis. If they just had like Francis go in and mediate. Like, oh, yeah, I know how this is going to happen. I can get everybody to the resolution, and that's the Christmas miracle. And then you have Hal selling the trees with the boys as the B-plot. And then you scrub the C-plot entirely.
2: Keep the squirrel bites. It's important. Some of us have been bitten by squirrels, Brian, and we need representation, too. I had no idea, John. I'm sorry. I wish that was a bit, but I got bit by a squirrel when I was a teenager. I
0: don't think anybody pretended that it wasn't a bit for a second. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs)
2: Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> but you can't get rabies from a squirrel, Fox Television Network. Have your writers fact check.
1: Can, can you just tell us a little bit more about the circumstances of you getting bit by a squirrel?
2: I always remember whenever I tell a story that I'm very, very dumb.
1: It's a good start.
2: So, like, I my parents live in the country, and I grew up in the country, and there was... We had, like, a outdoor, like, screened-in, like, sunroom thing. I think it's called like a three-season room if you're in Wisconsin oh, yeah. lingo. But we'd leave the door open on that so our dog could go in and out as she as she chose um, to be like, oh, I want to go play in the sun. Oh, I want to be in the shade. And occasionally, like animals would get in there. Like, usually it'd be like a bird. And birds are pretty easy to catch and get outside. You just kind of corner them and you can grab them. They don't really do anything. They're just kind of like, ah, why are you going to eat me? And then you put them outside and they're like, oh, that was nice. Um, but a squirrel got in at this juncture. And just kind of was, like, freaking out. So I tried to, like, interact with it like I would a bird. And uh, I, like, cornered it up in somewhere where it was, like, kind of, like, in a... It was, like, the hole to get, like, where the electrical runs to our outdoor freezer, which is, like, oh, that's a bad thing for a squirrel to be in. So without a glove, because I'm, like, oh, certainly this animal just would want to get outside, I just tried to, like, grab it (laughs) and ignored that they have giant teeth. Yeah. (laughs) So, like bit a hole in my finger oh god <laughs> and like like oh yeah the squirrel like worked my hand like it bit a hole my finger like scratched me all up and uh, like i kind of like threw it and uh the squirrel did not have a happy landing because something was biting me and uh, <laughs> at which point which is problematic if squirrels carry rabies because you need like the living brain not the uh deceased squirrel so Ooh. when we called the vet panicking they were like nah dude like first of all very dumb uh second of all <laughs> it was mostly like how how did you accomplish that and then i had to explain it to a doctor when i was getting my tetanus shot because though they cannot give you rabies apparently squirrels will give you tetanus did, did you have to
0: explain it to like the local news too because i feel like that's a story they
2: pick up <laughs> very dumb boy gets bit by squirrel <laughs> that's yeah that's exactly the headline
1: I like how that story pretty much amounted to John goes noodling for a squirrel like you would a catfish in a river. (laughs) (laughs) Just stick my hand in and hope something catches.
2: (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, I had Summer League Baseball that day and I couldn't pitch. It was devastating because I had a hole in my finger so I couldn't grip the ball well. That squirrel did a disservice. did, Did a disservice to my family and my friends. So there you go. We need representation. Squirrel bites forever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> squirrel Bites 2020 <laughs> squirrel.
1: Bite him by the finger The squirrel plot I would say was probably the weakest Of of the three plots here And I would have Well it wasn't even the weakest I, I think the, the C plot with Francis probably was But that is one I would have liked to have seen Fleshed out more as well Because I think The lowest one didn't really thematically Match as much with mm. With the other two that were running alongside it It didn't have great legs.
0: It had tiny
2: square legs. (laughs) Which are very sharp. Very. very. (laughs) I think that this was like when everyone was super into that actress, whose name I forget, and everything about her I forget other than is from Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, (laughs) On Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, Grand Old Badger State. Yeah, like, I think everyone, that was like the person that was like kind of everyone really loved from the show at that time. So they're like, we need something for her to do in every episode.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, she was getting nominated for Emmys for, for her role in, in this show. And I did like, the one part I did like in that was when they shut down the sh- the store and they go hunting for it and it scored to Little Drummer Boy and they're like totally silent and doing the like army hand signals to to fan out and, and find it. I did really like that part of it, but... The rest of it was just kind of like, whatever. Craig has never been my favorite character in this show. I think, you know, 2019 Craig is almost certainly an incel.
2: (laughs) 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 I want the 2019 version of Malcolm in the Middle. I know we're going to sound real fucking boomery about this shit, but (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Wasn't that just uh, 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 the middle? Not Malcolm in the Middle, but just The Middle with what's his, uh, the janitor
1: from Scrubs? Oh, in terms of being like blue like, collar yeah. family, yeah, show. Uh, probably, I haven't ever seen The Middle.
2: <laughs> I actually have. It's like not really though. It's not really Malcolm in the Middle feeling. It's just no. no. It doesn't have it doesn't it doesn't get real. It's just like I got a dumb kid and a loser kid. Ah, like, I well, like in the middle they get kind of like relatively dark. They will like go places with
1: it. The middle's a little more lighthearted.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the take that's uh, happened in TV.
1: Well, and that's your that's your ABC versus your Fox, right there. Is is you get you get the slightly more lighthearted, uh, easygoing vibes of the middle with the more uh, let's say crass version <laughs> that you get here. Which is fine. You need a yeah. little little crass TV every now and then. Yeah. I, I think overall, this was like a nice episode to end on. Oh, yeah. For this series of things. Like, I think we could have ended on something a lot worse than this. Because you got, you got a good cast, a, a pretty decent plot. At least the A plot I thought was really solid. I could have even spent more time there if we had dropped one of the other two plots running through this episode. Some good humor and just like it's a, it's a decent amount of Christmas feels, I think. What what were you guys' feelings with this one? Well, Brian Cranston's just so much
0: fun, you know? And I think that's what propelled – I think this is the role that propelled him to greatness with Breaking Bad because it's so contrasted and people saw exactly how much range he had. And I know I'm just rehashing a conversation that's probably been had a bajillion times since Breaking Bad. It's been released, but you know,
1: Hell's just fun. Yeah, Hell is a lot of fun. And oh do God. we wanna do we wanna take a trip to Chris's no fun fact zone? I hate
2: fun, so yes. Yes,
1: yeah, so actually they did not wanna cast Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad because of his role in this show. But it was actually Vince uh, Gillen who uh, had him guest star on an episode of The X Files where he played a somewhat sinister character. And that is what landed him the role of Walter White. Interesting. So let me just take all the air out of that balloon for you, Brian. <laughs>
0: Fine. I'm not saying it got him casted. I'm just saying it, everybody realized how much they love Brian Cranston because of these two roles.
2: I think Cranston's more typecast from this than Breaking Bad. Because that dude plays, like, blundering middle-aged dad exclusively.
1: <laughs> oh, no, he does not. I mean, he really, the only time I think he's gone back to this type of role was that James Franco mo- Christmas movie that came out a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Which, whose name I totally forget, uh, even though I saw that movie. And it is not good. You said James Franco movie, so
2: that was a good indicator. (laughs) True.
0: (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Scrolling through that old IMDb, because this is what the listeners want.
2: Welcome to our new segment,
0: (laughs) Scroll with
2: Brian, where we ask all of our listeners to get their phones out and scroll with Brian. Last episode... Throw in as many new segments as possible.
0: <laughs> Brian Cranston played Lucifer in the ABC family show Fallen. Played James Pettis in a movie called Love Ranch. He was in The Lincoln Lawyer. He was in Detachment. He was in Drive. These are all not funny roles that he's been in, unless you count his role in Contagion, which I don't. You were the one arguing that that's what he played was only bumbling no, funny dad. No, that was, that, was, that was John. That was definitely oh. John. If we go back, the record will reflect.
1: Uh, can I not decipher your voices anymore? Is that I what this podcast can, no. has done to my brain? Yeah, that's a
2: big <laughs> yeah. whiff from you. I got a weird voice, brother. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not saying he plays I Lincoln Lawyer, he rules in. That movie rules. Go watch Lincoln Lawyer, everybody. Pause the podcast for like the three hours way too long, that movie. You. Like you can skip the first part of it, because that's real weird. But that's where you'll find your cranner too, but whatever. But like he kinda like is still playing like a uh, playing playing like a dad in that. Just uh maybe he just lends maybe he looks daddish. Maybe he lends I'm not saying he has to be a funny or nice dad. Walter White is a dad. Just a murder dad. Yeah.
0: He's just He's the one who knocks.
1: yes well and i think i think that's what makes this episode in certain ways if you've watched breaking bad it is really fun to watch this episode and just see him play a different type of character like still a dad i mean he Mm -hmm. he does play a lot of dads but just with a completely different energy and just clearly having so much fun with what he's doing and he's really i mean he's really the focus of this episode so he really gets to shine a lot
0: He's just so proud of his
1: boys. (laughs) As long as they don't succumb to their lesser (laughs) impulses. Which, surprisingly enough, they did not. Didn't (laughs) happen. Reese really didn't commit any
2: evil, which is, you know, something he... No, no, he did not. That's
0: pretty hard for him. And they had an an avenue for it, too, when when he said that uh, Malcolm was the smartest one thank god he was working on the project like i swore the brothers were gonna come in and be like all right well now we got to screw malcolm's thing up now we have to team kill so that way malcolm doesn't get mvp of the game
2: (laughs) i think they acknowledge that malcolm is uh is the only good one they know they know their worth Mm -hmm. which is you know (laughs) they get they go out there and they get carried man and that's fine (laughs) yeah let the good one carry you
1: It was interesting to see that, that brother dynamic and how it evolved where they were kind of like, oh, we can get in on this too at the beginning and, and, and buy into this. And then Malcolm gets a little too into it with like calculating all the trees and he gets the hat. And then all of a sudden Reese comes up with the idea to move the operation to their house and he gets the hat and you can just kind of see the heartbreak and reluctance on Malcolm's face and then you just have Dewey, like, reluctantly giving his money in and then wanting to be bought out immediately at the end.
2: <laughs> See, this is why there's the upside. This is the upside of being an only child. You always get the hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whether you earned it or not, <laughs> hat's off to you.
2: <laughs> fucking entitled fucking millennial. <laughs>
1: What do we think of the Christmasness of this episode? Oh, it's Christmassy.
2: There's a fucking tree in the bathroom, Chris. It's goddamn festive as
1: shit. It's definitely up there. I mean, we we've had I think we had at the at the beginning of the run when we were hitting some of those A B C shows that were more family oriented, we were getting some good Christmas feels. We've had a little bit hit or miss I think on the back half of of episodes we've watched here, but this was a again, just a really nice one to close on. You get the very central Christmas tree plot with a lot of family time, uh and familial connection going on with father-son bonding. And then you have Francis's kind of peripheral exposure to that at the ranch with the Germans going on. You also get some priests coming in. That's fun too. it gets a little uh you know, keeping the Christ in Christmas with some tough guy priests
2: tough guy priests are uh, my greatest fear given my history with the church so
1: <laughs> and they should be they very well should be
2: <laughs> yeah one day they're going to see me celebrating christmas and they're just going to come and be like Mm-mm, not for you
1: <laughs> <laughs> not this guy you're gonna be like but i did a whole podcast
2: <laughs> they're gonna be like yeah bad enough <laughs> you couldn't make it through two more readings
1: <laughs> uh, not good enough was there anything you guys uh, did not like about this episode? Was there anything that rubbed you the wrong way? Oof! Besides the B plot? Yeah, I
0: mean, I guess we talked about the <laughs> B plot a little bit. No, 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 no! I'm not saying we should talk about the deep B plot. I think we've talked. No, no. Oh, yeah, we I, about I, B-plot.
1: yeah. We've already, we've already talked about that. B plot's done. It's over. Yeah, we, we don't need to go back to that. I I think for like this one, the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way was a little bit the depiction of homeless people. Especially at the beginning. I think they kind of turn it around towards towards the end. But the beginning where they're just like, Ew, homeless people are gross. Like, I was like, mm, that's not maybe the greatest. That's not super nice. No. I know it's
2: like always a terrible excuse to say it, but like different time, man. Like, oh, yeah. The 2000s, we were kind of just generally grosser. Like the early 2000s.
1: When did this release again? early 2000s like yeah. 2001 or something or three 2003? Sure. 2003 sure oh yeah 2003 2003
2: yeah. yeah it's like so like that's just kind of the standard homeless depiction then what i really did what i actually forgot i loved about malcolm in the middle is how fucking good that intro is yeah holy shit it's so good it's so much better than er <laughs> Which is very good <laughs> Because you can listen to it
0: With your friends And your friends aren't going to go Is this the ER soundtrack? They're just going to go Oh hey, slapping song
2: <laughs> This fucking Buttle, Buttle Surfer sound alike Ass song with the fucking sweet visuals Like yeah, I don't know why it's set up To look sword. like 1990 I don't know why it's set up to look like 1995 But whatever, I'm here <laughs> for it
0: wasn't that when this started, not ninety five, but like ninety six or ninety seven. Well, this is
1: well, this is is season uh, five. Let's work backwards. Yeah, so five, so ninety eight. Yeah, I would
2: have had to. Here's how I know that. Here's how I knew your first assumption was incorrect, Brian, because Bret Hart was in WCW in the Clip Run. (laughs) Okay. Well, they up they always and everyone knows Bret Hart wasn't in WCW until nineteen ninety seven yeah come on Brad. do you know do you know Everyone. nothing of the montreal
1: screw uh, job oh no i what don't I what don't. am i even doing here
0: i need to get into a podcast on wrestling
1: they're oh, they're they're in they're they're yeah in no, I, i'm aware. i'm 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 shopping around
0: i know what's out there <laughs> don't ask me to name them right now but you know
2: my favorite is like when they're like old like figures in wrestling so they have dumb fucking names like that they think are really clever like something to wrestle with with bruce pritchard <laughs> that's like the third most popular wrestling podcast i shit you not in that name sucks that i guess a
0: we're a wrestling name. podcast now
2: no <laughs> well yeah i guess y'all want to talk about like fucking are we all excited for fucking new japan's uh end of the year show come on man it's pretty good it'll be pretty fun <laughs> no okay let's talk about
1: malcolm in the middle in the words of (laughs) jessica walters i don't understand the question and i won't respond to it (laughs) i mean we have had a pretty good run of as as much as the episode quality has gone up and down we've at least gotten to hear some really nice theme songs throughout the course of this haven't we (laughs) oh man if we had to
0: rank them hold on a second (laughs) Um, Gilmore Girls is at the very bottom, right? Wow. Digimon. Digimon no, no, no.
2: Oh, God. Yeah. You are
1: immediately starting oh. wrong.
0: Oh, no. What? Did I say bottom? Because I meant it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. Not good. Digimon goes to the
0: top. It's up there. Malcolm in the middle, top of the pile. Doesn't get much better than that. After that, we're going to go to Digimon, just for nostalgia's sake. Frazier very, very low. Very low. Very, very low. Possibly lower. Yeah, I'm going to say lower than Gilmore Girls. Frasier's a classic, though. Yeah, but it reminds me that I watched
1: Frasier. <laughs> I guess Frasier's ending theme song is more iconic. Baby, I hear the news are calling.
2: That song has so much meme potential that it like needs to be recognized for how good that meme is. <laughs> Underused format. It died you know. too soon. It
0: died too soon. <laughs> Doctor Who's average.
1: How I Mother How I Met Your Mother's right above Doctor that, Who. That that might be the most accurate thing is is <laughs> if you were ranking them, Doctor Who's probably going to slide in right in the middle. Yeah. With yeah, How I Met Your Mother probably also somewhere in the middle there.
0: I don't remember Veronica Mars at all.
1: Well, why don't you save this for some homework and maybe if we come back and kind of do a wrap up <laughs> episode, we can uh, we can. Put a little more thought into it and really give some definitive answers as opposed to.
0: Can I make it a Patreon? <laughs> Patreon exclusive. Yeah. Patreon, Patreon exclusive
1: right. ranking. No. Yeah. No one needs to pay for that. <laughs> but they might. No one yeah. needs to pay for a. Also, no needs we to, don't yeah, have, then... have a Patreon. <laughs> we never. <laughs> we've never yet, had a Patreon yet, Chris. Yeah, well, yet yes, we can. We can still dream. Maybe Santa will. Still drop one. Put a Patreon
0: out there, yeah, because nothing, nothing like incentives after the season's over.
1: (laughs) Keep it going.
0: (laughs) We're just gonna pull a Star Wars and keep this gravy train rolling.
2: (laughs) Can I? Can I ask a question of you, Soft City Boys? Oh yes. Uh, Do you (laughs) actually get trees like that if you live in a city? More or less.
0: Uh, Yeah, pretty much. You can.
2: Do you buy them by the footage? Yes yeah What the fuck? That's like <laughs> the dumbest fucking Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Oh, All right. Use your words. No, it's, John. It's, Come it's, on.
1: It's, it's fun because sometimes, so like we go to, um it's not really a farm, but it's like, it's not like a gas station parking lot either. But it's like this, I don't know what you'd call it exactly, but it's this business in town. And we, you get to go and you get a pole. You get a pole that's marked off with all the feet and you carry the pole around, you hold it up to the tree and you go, is this one tall enough? Nope, gotta find a taller one because we like getting big trees in our house. Oh. Go for those 10 footers.
2: We, uh, so follow me. This is what we did when I was growing up. Uh, you, you, go, you go to the woods, you know.
1: Usually mm-hmm. there'll be...
2: Because uh, where I'm from, fair bit of plantation, so that's nice. So you get yep. some good Christmas tree access. You, uh, despite having access to better saws, that won't deaden your children's arms. You still get them a hacksaw, and you know <laughs> you just you make them go to town while you watch them, and then you're just like, all right, that's maybe maybe my just just my childhood of being frozen in the snow, just fucking hacksawing for nine hours.
1: <laughs> that is actually one of my favorite. Uh, Christmas uh, tree buying experiences is when I went out to Denver to visit my sister for Thanksgiving and we went up to Rocky Mountain National Forest and they have a thing there where you can like literally just go chop down a tree in a like designated area they have and as long as it's not taller than like 15 feet or something and so we just got all bundled up in our snow gear and our boots just started traipsing through the woods with a saw and a bottle of cinnamon whiskey and some uh, spiced uh, hot cocoa with a little some something, something in it, and uh, we just had a great little afternoon traipsing around finding a tree. Well, that's fun. No cougars? <laughs> uh, no, no cougars. Just my <laughs> sister's like that, dog. Huh? Enjoying yeah. the snow.
0: Yeah, that's one way to go yeah. about it.
2: Well, Yeah, I suppose. I think, you, I think once you're soft and buying Christmas trees, you should just stay soft and buying Christmas trees just fucking go to like
1: tarjay and buy a christmas tree or whatever. No, no fake. I don't do fake. You don't do fake trees.
2: Dude, I the happiest day of my life was when in my like early teens, my parents moved from making me cut down christmas trees to well, that was fun torturing him for a few years. Let's just buy a fake tree so we don't have to clean up pine needles. That was <laughs> truly my most t- treasured christmas memory.
1: That's why you do what we do. It's the happy balance where you don't need to go out in the cold. You still are outside. You pick one out, but you don't have to yeah. chop it down. Hell, because you're in town, they deliver it for you right to your doorstep. don't have to worry about putting it on the car or anything.
2: Oh, that's really nice.
1: Oh, it's convenient, yeah.
2: But, but Chris, it's tradition to tip them or to tie it to the roof.
0: It's also tradition to tip the guy who tied it. It's
1: an underrated section. Old people are terrible. We're a little late on giving our Christmas tree cutting tips at this point, but we'll edit them back in. You can go and post. It's Christmas Day, Brian. People should have their trees by now. No. Ah,
2: shit. That's right. Hey, guys, what I want you to do go out, go to the, like, whatever hardware store is open. Probably none of them, but, you know, you can hope. Buy, you know, you probably only need an electric chainsaw for this. And those are just handy to have anyway, so then you'll have a chainsaw. Then uh, just drive to the nearest electric
1: woods. chainsaw will also come in handy if any of those stores are closed.
2: Yeah, yeah, you just break in, commit crimes. Yeah, you find a way. Use it
0: on the glass, preferably.
2: Listen, if there's anything anything that I've made clear on this podcast is that I'm pro crime, so <laughs> then just go to the nearest woods, ideally protected, uh, and then just you know find an appropriate sized tree and just take that boy down. If yeah. uh, some some birds look at you because their nest was in there, stare them down. Let them know. You're the alpha. Right.
1: right. Yeah, because you don't want a Christmas vacation scenario on your hand because then no. you also end up with a squirrel-biting scenario on your hand, and that's that's just a lot of bad things happening.
2: And you got to get a tetanus shot. you got to go to the hospital on Christmas to get a tetanus shot, and you're going to have to explain to everyone that you got bit by a squirrel. And I've been there. It's real hard to explain to people. Then everyone knows you're dumb.
0: <laughs> but... What wasn't it your decision to disclose the entire story of how you got bit by a squirrel?
2: Brian, I had to do it you do what you gotta do for the podcast. Alright, fine. Like like tweens have to do it for the Graham. I'm a thirty year old <laughs> white guy and thus must do it for the podcast. I'm not All thirty. Right, good talk, These, good talk. I'm not I'm not thirty. These guys are thirty. I'm still a young spry twenty nine. I'm not thirty yet. The fuck are you talking about? I'm
1: thirty. I'm an old man. Yeah, this it's, is just, my first, it's just Chris. my first Christmas in my thirties. He's a man. how has it feel. Uh, you know, it's felt better. It's felt worse, but it's it's fine. You know, all right, I'll get through it. It's just a yeah. shame to hear about your knees going right away at thirty. Ah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're telling me. Hauling these presents home—that's gonna be the real trick of the matter. Oh man, do you get to start
2: making the dad noise? Like, are you just dad noises twenty-four-seven now?
1: yeah it's a lot of noises it's a lot of pop snap crackle pop as as my my good comedian friend kyle canane likes to say it's just you know you're like a popcorn maker when you wake up in the morning it's just pop 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 pop.
0: can i get 20 percent more kyle canane please
1: uh there you go <laughs> Thank you. all right good work did you guys have any this is a very dad oriented episode. Did you guys have any standing Christmas traditions with just your dad around the holidays besides your uh, traumatic tree retrieving experiences? Uh no. Nope. No. I had a Yeah. No,
0: no, no Christmas tree retrieval stories on this end here.
1: No, but I'm like besides that, is there anything like there's just like something you and your dad would do around the holidays?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> edit,
2: this, edit, edit this part out so it looks like our parents loved us.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It was more on my mom's side. It was more on my mom's side. We always help my mom uh, decorate the Christmas tree.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And then you know we play all the tunes. We get Jimmy Buffett's Christmas Island out. Oh, gotta then, do that. Uh, yeah, got to do that. Uh, Mariah Carey's Christmas song always makes an appearance. Um, I want to say Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson's got a Christmas album. You can say whatever you want. I can't okay, tell cool. you if it's true. Right. But... Oh, are we not getting fact-checked?
2: Uh, dude, if anyone's listening long enough to fact-check us, they've earned it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. we should
0: start a Patreon for them.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I, I'll it. There's money there. involved now uh my like christmas dad memories is just like he was all about filming presents being opened and just like oh really as, as i've aged just making it more and more obnoxious that he was doing it <laughs> and like yeah like the fact that i have like my like that i behave the way i do is very much him uh but yeah like i just sort of that's like my christmas dad memories just him like progressively like fucking with me and my mom by like filming every weird moment of Christmas there's no there's no good like pleasant video of it it's just him like weird angle saying weird things as I'm
1: opening gifts that sounds similar to my dad like he's he he doesn't film anything but we always you know we pass all the presents out and then we kind of do like everyone opens one and then you kind of have a Mm free-for-all and so while everyone's doing the free-for-all my dad's just like sitting back he's just like gloating over his pile and just being like i'll still be opening shit while you guys are done i, I still got all this to look forward to <laughs>
2: that's some strong dadding that's, mm-hmm. that's some powerful dad energy <laughs>
1: i'm
2: here for it i respect it good he's for throwing him. it out there yeah
0: that's why yeah. i say. good for
2: him
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Glad, glad he's a good guy
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> he's a real good guy
2: look at us look at us well we got we got to 20 episodes and then we did uh, we had nostalgia christmas feels we did That's, it guys oh yeah we did a good we fucking job. we fucking did it how about yeah.
1: that <laughs> should we should we bring it home on this one should we let's get some final it home christmas let's bring brains? it home
2: yeah take All it right. home. end it the only way we can
1: the only way we can
2: pair of socks
1: Pair socks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think you know. If if you if you don't know, Christmas classic. Pair of socks. Lump of coal. I I think pair of socks is a it's it's a nice it's a real nice pair of socks. It's a pair of socks. I'm glad we ended with. Um, but I I I think it's just it didn't quite get all the way there. The the howl stuff with the boys was great, but you have so much of the rest of it. Even though Francis's plotline kind of comes around in the end too it there was something missing i can't quite put my finger on what it was but it's that family
0: feeling you know with francis's plotline they could have brought it home to oh you know uh there was a christmas resolution where they all came together and the fighting subsided uh that didn't happen <laughs> he let the their germans keep fighting
2: no they did though because they were like watching the germans fight and then him and uh, francis and his wife were like, it made them miss home, because even if your family's dysfunctional, they're your family. So then they went mm. to go Chris- to Christmas with her family, and then he's like, oh, our family, my family next time.
0: They could they could have had a better resolution.
2: That, listen, man, Malcolm in the Middle isn't
1: about a happy ending. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's not. I, I think, like, you could have left Francis's plot the same but if you had just taken lois and put her into the main plot and i don't know maybe have her push back against the priest a little bit or like i i think that would have just been a little more fun because i think the minute you take her away and isolate her in the store it just becomes a lot less interesting because i would rather be spending time with the other plot you don't want to be caught with a side plot you want to be with your main plot yeah exactly i don't i don't want to be stuck in a store where the employees go around wearing buttons where the l stands for value yeah i don't know if you noticed that on craig but that was my favorite little sight gag of the episode (laughs) that he goes around wearing a button that says the l stands for value doesn't make any sense
2: (laughs) craig's because craig's about taking l's and he takes them at a valuable level
1: I will say, though, if there's one thing that's a Christmas classic in this episode, it's Hal's speech. I might not watch this whole episode, but that speech at the end is all time. That is some A-plus acting and some A-plus holiday feels right there.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll lick your boots. (laughs) I'll lick your boots. (laughs) You've never seen that before?
1: Uh, that was great. Yeah. You know what else has been great? doing this podcast because this is it can't, yeah we're done can't confirm we're, we're done 20 episodes we
2: we did it it only it only took several weeks several <laughs> weeks Just yes several weeks a
0: lot of hard hard
1: work uh over some would say we're Santa's elves. Weeks. yeah but if you've stuck with us throughout the holiday season thank you for listening we appreciate it it's uh it's been a labor of love there have been Mm -hmm. ups there have been downs so thanks to everyone who's listened who supported us and shared it with anyone or just left us a nice review you still can do that you sure can
2: share doctor who and like home improvement don't mention veronica (laughs) (laughs) Mars. or er yeah just don't do that to us man (laughs) do the good ones (laughs) yeah
1: if you're uh, really into this podcast for whatever reason, and uh, are wondering what's next, if we're gonna be back, uh, we'll let you know. We'll uh, we'll see what we're we'll kind of see how this all went, take stock over the holidays, and uh, maybe come back in the new year with uh, a little Christmas cool down episode, so to speak. Kind of talk about our favorites, least favorites, do a little reader mail if we have some to do, and what our plan is going forward
2: we'll finally tell everyone about our 4th of July one where we watch 4th of July
1: episodes of TV which are let me tell you few and far between because
0: oh we can make it happen there's got to be enough out there hold on hold on <laughs>
1: not a lot of not a lot of shows going on in the middle of July so <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe maybe our, uh, our new podcast where we watch veterans day shows
1: mm, veterans day couple Arbor Day episodes. Magic School yeah. does probably did an Arbor Day episode. That'd be fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Keeping you guessing.
1: Yeah. If you want to know best way to do it, subscribe to the podcast because that's where new stuff will come out. Otherwise, follow us on uh, our social channels, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if anything's coming out, we'll let you know there. Perfect.
2: Also, the best place to ask chris about digimon
1: yeah but until we see you again i uh, just want to wish everyone listening and my co-hosts a merry christmas and we're happy you're still alive hey we sure are happy you're still alive
2: yeah man way to way to stay alive keep that out keep it going
1: and maybe we'll see you soon bye-bye
0: bye-bye
2: Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Slaybell sounds provided by Michael Koenig from SoundBible.com and joy to the world provided by free XmasMP3.com.